Let's get some insights on the news shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in John Lear, Chief Economist, Morning Consult. Thank you so much, John, for being with us. So I think it's important that we discuss the economic backdrop here. We've gotten in a lot of economic uh, prints, including that CPI print. Tell me your thoughts as you've gotten in more and more data. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Nicole. So I think the biggest thing right now that, that concerns me is this inflation front. You mentioned yesterday the 7.9% uh, year-over-year CPI print. And on a monthly basis, we had an 8 percentage point um, increase from January to February. And so we're not we're not slowing down. In fact, inflation accelerated slightly from, from January to February. It continues to spread beyond some of these pandemic-affected um, sectors. We're seeing it hit gas prices, obviously, but it's also working its way into um, to food prices as well. Travel was, and hospitality was severely affected. So I think um, you know, the picture right now is one of, of rising price pressures, really diminishing consumers' purchasing power, and also starting to erode their confidence. And so now, when you think about the consumer, right, because we got the sentiment, we've seen the spending, um, the consumer is such a key part of this picture going forward for GDP and what happens to our economy, right? Yeah, so it's 70 percent of the U.S. economy, U.S. GDP. I think there are two things to keep in mind here, which is, first of all, um, you know, the, the, the operative metric is not just inflation, but it's really purchasing power. And it's looking at that difference between inflation and wage growth. And I think what we saw yesterday was that wage growth was essentially flat in February. Um, and so wage growth continues. You know, average hourly earnings are trying to keep pace with inflation, but they're struggling and slowly but surely that purchasing power is being eroded. And what you're likely to see is a lot of reallocation going on within consumers' um, spending baskets away from some of the high-end discretionary items towards more um, lower-cost uh, staples. Okay, so that so they are feeling the pinch, no doubt. And so the Fed has a very um, challenging road ahead, to say the least, right? Couldn't really be the worst time for the Fed to have to start raising interest rates. Not only is there this, you know, concern around inflation, but then we have the elevated uncertainty surrounding the Ukraine war. And if you look historically, you know, the Fed has historically been able to decrease interest rates surrounding periods of, of military conflict and geopolitical tension. They don't have that luxury right now. And I think, um, you know, they've got to find a way to both manage interest rates and, and raise interest rates higher while also trying to reevaluate in real time the impact of the Ukraine war on the U.S. economy. And so with that, because um, as you noted, right, consumers are feeling the pinch at the store, at the pump. Um, and so I guess you're expecting um, one rate hike next week, right? The 25 yep. basis point seems to be the most common bet at that point. And then we'll have to see. Tell me a little bit about stagflation, because you say there's stagflation risk. Explain that to folks. Yeah, so if I think about, you know, what is stagflation? Stagflation is this combination of a stagnating economic environment, stagnating economic growth, paired with inflation. Typically, when you see inflation, you see that in a world of, um, of rising growth, of rising consumer spending. And um, <clears throat> it's usually a sign that things are going well, that there's some acceleration going on in the economy. Where we are right now is we're seeing inflation being driven not really from the demand side any longer, but it's increasingly on the supply front. So that's both the, you know, the oil and natural gas issues, it's the wheat and food uh, um, shortages, and then it's also these global supply chain disruptions. 
And so right now, the rising prices that we're seeing are not necessarily a, a result of, of growing demand, but more of these supply constraints. And that signals to me that um, we're likely moving more in a, into a world of slower economic growth paired with rising inflation. And that's, that's the stagflation environment that um, I think economists have been so scared of. Some people early on labeled you know, the, the period last year as one of stagflation, but we actually had really high growth during that period of time. And so this is a new environment. We're entering a new phase of the post-pandemic or, or post-pandemic onset economy. So it's interesting because, I mean, the supply, while, you know, we've had these supply chain issues and disruptions and such, um, you know, you can go and get gasoline, at least for that piece of the puzzle, but it's incredibly expensive. At some point, you just have people say, you know what, I'm not going to drive to the next state to go visit my friend because it's too expensive. And um, so the question is, when does demand wane? only yeah. because inflation is just too ridiculously high. And again, I think that's right. And I think there are two things. One is going to be you're going to see people pull back slightly on some of their um, use of, of gas. We, the surveys that we run showed that 50% of consumers in January indicated they, they try to drive less due to the elevated prices that they felt at the pump. Um, but, you know, for a lot of people, they're not able to really cut down on their on their travel. They needed to go to work. They needed to to visit with family members, and so you're likely to see those price pressures manifest themselves in other areas of consumer spending habits. In particular, thinking about you know high end luxury goods and consumers gradually substituting in uh, lower cost goods for those higher end discretionary purchases. Yeah. I, you know, I'm supposed to wrap it up just quickly. When, when are things going to feel better? How soon? Great question. I think right now we're actually headed for a period where things are going to feel worse before they feel better. So you're going to start to see the Fed mm. tightening and you're going to see that um, ripple effect play out. I think you're going to see growth right. come down slowly but surely. And it probably won't be until, um, you know, six months from now when we'll start seeing inflation come down. And hopefully by that point, the jobs growth will continue to fuel the economy. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you, John. Thank you so much, John Lear. It's great to chat with you all about the economy here today. Appreciate it. Morning consult. Thank you, John Lear.